Hey, Trevor. What's up? How's uh How's... your day going? My day was good. Uh, it didn't really do much. I sit around a lot and work on my computer. Nice. Did anything unique happen today with you? Um, I found that I do have a spare tire underneath my uh, uh, back of my car. So we popped that out and I don't have a jack big enough to lift it up. So I have to wait until tomorrow to uh, fix my tire. I got a pop, uh, pop tire on Saturday. It has like a giant nail on it. So I'm just walking to work, so that's fun. Gives me time to listen to podcast, uh, not podcast, to like FPT or Spawn Wave, so. Uh, so are you going to buy a jack? No, are we're just going to look for a, a, maybe a better spot to use it. Maybe you can borrow one from someone, so. That's cool. So is it snowy or cold outside when you walk? Oh yeah, it's a nice, cool breeze. Probably like below forties. So yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, we got day two on CES now. Yeah, the news is exciting. Interesting things coming out. <laughs> Yeah, I I really like this uh, motorcycle. It's a electric motorcycle from this brand called NIU, and both of them are self balancing. Oh wait, one of them is self balancing three wheel three wheeler, and the other one's a motorcycle. And they get uh-huh. like software updates over five G, and they optimize their performance. So basically. Uh, they are always getting better, even though they're getting older. That's cool. And there's a, yeah, it has a... We talk, yesterday I talked about how uh, my device is old and it's not functional. And it's good to take care of your customers. <laughs> yeah, it has this feature that, like, if it's about to fall... If it's fell down on the, on the ground or something, or it's about to fall over... It will send you a, a notification saying, like, hey, come pick me up or something. That's cool. Yeah. And it has a top speed uh, for the motorcycle. It goes up to uh, 100 miles per hour. And the uh, tri-wheeler has up to 50 miles uh, an hour. I saw a tri-wheeler that's kind of similar. <laughs> it was a solar-powered one. It, I think it could drive only like 25 miles an hour. But it's kind of like a bicycle. So it, I don't think you could drive it in the bicycle lane, but it has like bicycle tires. And, but it, it costs about like... I think it probably costs about $8,000 American dollars sounds uh hardly the worth of it yeah 
<laughs> the ones that you're talking about sound cooler. Are th is the design like cool and robust looking, or is it kind of the realistic? the uh, motorcycle looks really cool? It has like a modern design, kind of. It has a front, really f big front light on it, so you can be seen. I'd probably get the motorcycle. The tri really sounds cool because it has a better uh, mile range. 150 compared to the mo motorcycle, it's only 80 mi miles. Did you see the Sarka's uh, exoskeleton? Uh, yeah, what's that? It, uh, you know how exoskeletons usually look dumb and kind of minimalistic and you just see basic framing of the the functionality of the mechanical system this mm -hmm. uh, is designed to look really cool <laughs> it's kind of crazy <laughs> you should the video is kind of interesting because they don't even show like the features of it, it just shows how cool it looks <laughs> So like Iron Man two is that what you're saying? Yeah, this uh, company is based in Salt Lake City, and they got a deal going with the uh, Delta Airlines. Hmm. So They're now... going to uh... what? To no more uh, thrown luggage on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they gonna. They're going to use these suits. They're going to give them to some of their employees that uh, expect to lift uh, 200 pounds um, regularly <laughs> to augment their strength so they could lift up 200 pounds often for uh, eight hours a day. <laughs> uh, that'd be so crazy. Hmm. It'll be Let's like see how a that works have super strength and pick up 200 pounds like it's nothing my question is how natural it is because I mean I don't think exoskeletons are as uh, uh, flexible as our body so I mean maybe it'd be like a Lego and you'd have to like bend down <laughs> I don't know <laughs> It kind of reminds me of Overwatch, how cool the design of the suit is. <laughs> you should look at the video. I sent you the link of uh, the, the, the video, <laughs> the link to the article that I sent you. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, and I like the... You saw the fanny pack. It's uh, it's basically a yellow fanny pack, <laughs> your favorite color. And it has a uh, yeah. 13,400 megaamp hour battery in it. So you just stick 13, your phone 000? in there. 13,000? Yeah, I thought you, like, uh, you said 1,300 before. No, it's a good hefty... Uh, it's, yeah, I think it's a really good size. Yeah. It's like as big as the one I got mom about, uh, about a couple years ago. I'd probably f use that on a trip to Disneyland. Yeah, you might not even need to charge it over the whole trip. Yeah, that's one thing I always have to do at 
like amusement parks is keep my phone charged. How many times have you been down to Disneyland the past like few years? Um, uh, so like three years ago I went up, and then last year I went down, and yeah. So maybe once a year. Like once every few years. So, what do you think about the PlayStation Five and all the things that they're announcing? Um. So I didn't. I didn't see that they actually announced anything. They just uh, showed off like the PlayStation Five logo, which is just the PS Four logo, <laughs> which is with the four five instead of a four. I don't understand why you'd need to make a big presentation about that. Just changing the logo number to five. So that's what I think. They shouldn't have made such a big deal of it if they're not actually announcing, like, <laughs> hardware information or anything. They did uh, report, like, they sold 5 million VR headsets uh, since uh, the release. So, like, uh, I think it's released 2016 it came out. 5 million? Yeah. That's uh that's an okay amount. And it's not like uh Apple where it's selling like <laughs> like crazy, but it's a good amount. <laughs> well yeah, PlayStation like, VR is dependent on a console, so it means that five million of them uh have PS fours also, so <laughs> How many accessories does uh, PlayStation have? Accessories? They have they controllers. Have they have the weird guns no one uses. Um, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Mainly controllers. They have a official gold headset. Um, yeah. I thought I saw a headline saying that PlayStation is saying is changing their uh, controller design for the first time ever. Is that true? Or is that a rumor? Probably a rumor. I don't think it's going to be changed that much. Oh. Okay. Was that announced at CES? Was that like a CES announcement? No, I just saw an article about it. Oh. Yeah, there's uh, been a patent that was uh, released or leaked, but it was from like late October last year, and that was before they announced a, a release for their new attachment for the DualShock 4, which basically uh-huh. adds on to the back uh, new uh, hotkeys you can put in, so... You can customize what you want it to look like. Uh, what buttons you want on the back. Yeah, and I, it's funny because they uh, they announced or they revealed something new. It's like Thunderbolt 4, but 
It's nothing new, actually. It's just a rebranded Thunderbolt 3. And even though it's stated to be four times faster, it's the same uh, speeds as USB 3.1. So it's just as fast as Thunderbolt 3. So (laughs) it actually doesn't mean anything. It's just a rebrand. Who's this? Who did this? Um, So Apple's Thunderbolt technology oh yeah it's that's <laughs> that's weird yeah I don't think uh, Apple's going to make a new core they think that I think the rumor is that they're gonna try to make a portless uh, com- phone is going to happen my project manager got uh, a new iPhone, and I was telling him, asking, yeah, I was saying like, "Oh, now you're you can't use your headphones with your new iPhone 11." And he didn't mourn not <laughs> losing that functionality. Um, I think uh, people will be happy with to not have cords. <laughs> I'd be happy to yeah. not have a cord. Cords are mm. a pain. Yeah, so I think I, I think they're taking this to the grave. That the, the this is the last cord. I think. <laughs> no, I just think people like to use what they have already without having to buy new things since they just bought a thousand dollar iPhone. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apple's weird like that. I hear this new um this new generation might be actually never mind. I think there's releasing a lot of phones this year according to the rumors and links leaks, so never mind. My uh, idea is not valid. <laughs> So what yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you about um, Wi-Fi six, and can it is is it comparable to five uh, G, or what is it? So Wi-Fi six, uh, it's actually it's out. It's been out for a couple, I think, a couple of years or a year and a half or so. My uh, router has Wi-Fi six. The new devices that uh, Nike announced, the new Nighthawk 5G, it uses a SIM card, so it can use both your 5G carrier and your Wi-Fi. So you put in a SIM card, wow. and it's going to sync up with the whoever's network you have, and it can uh, use that network, plus whatever... Uh, cable network provider you have so that's pretty interesting I like how they're trying to finally incorporate like sim chips into the soft uh, hardware yeah it's so kind of weird you, you have your phone you have yeah your phone data bill and your wifi bill it's like let's, buy, let's pay for 
data and Wi-Fi double and use it in the same. Yeah. So Wi-Fi 6 is not actually like a faster. It's not. It is faster, but it's not like way faster. What it Wi-Fi 6 uses is a. It brings like the standard of MuMimo, which is multi-user, multi-input, multi-output. So it's like uh, if you have a one-way conversation, and then someone else says like, "Hey, can you help me do this?" and you just turn over to him and talk to him when the other person you're talking to is like hey what about me like what about our conversation so that uh-huh. that technology is built into wi-fi 6 you can talk to two people at once without having like the speed like reduced or like having one focused conversation at once um and then the other technology is ofdma so- it's what what type of conversations are these? So this is uh, orthogonal frequency division multi- multiple axis. Um, allows one transmission to deliver data to de- multiple devices at once. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So instead of so it's like a loudspeaker. You can have one person hear all of it. I mean one person delivered to more than one person at once. Yeah, when I was at school, we were, the Wi-Fi was kind of lame. and I went to the tech place and they set up my computer to be able to yell at the Wi-Fi people. <laughs> my, my computer would be louder so it'll get more data from the Wi-Fi network. And so... I think it's be more it, the Wi-Fi six would be pretty important in schools when they have all these people connecting to it. Yeah, so you had to have uh, devices with the new standard to take advantage of it, though. Just like any other new technology, you can't just expect it to uh, run on older technology. Like you can't use AC on a end device on older uh, laptops you'd have to get a new adapter a new adapter or have it built into your new device I didn't know you could buy Wi-Fi adapters for devices yeah. that's interesting yeah so if you have a USB Wi-Fi adapter you can get the latest Wi-Fi technology and you computer well I'm not having uh, any issues with my Wi-Fi so I'm fine without it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I thought this uh huh are you going to talk about the new um, Bluetooth technology no I was going to talk about this new uh, Razer gaming desktop it's a standalone chassis that has a 10th generation i9 CPU and a RTX 2080 desktop graphics card. <laughs> and then it has nice. enough has enough store uh, space when you open up the tray inside for power supply 
a Intel specific like PCU, a CPU, and then RAM up to 64 gigabytes and a SSD storage. So it's like a really high end like case, but it comes with some of the components you need already. And it's can part of it, the. Can it run on its own without the extra stuff or the other options? Yeah, I mean, you could. You'd have to probably make sure you have some RAM already in it or some oh, okay. kind of storage device. What do you think of but the yeah, design of it? Uh, it looks like a little, like, uh,. Turbine inside the two fans. It looks standard, I guess. Um, yeah, it. I didn't think that design looked very good. It just looks like a little box, and that's it. Usually, gamers uh, have more cool designs. I would think. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, part of a the next uh, platform. It's called Next U Unit of Computing, NUC9, Extreme Component Element. It's the only, uh, that thing's like the only one that the Tomahawk is compatible with, with Intel. But you can get it in two different forms. What it won't Tomahawk be available again? Tomahawk and Tomahawk, Tomahawk N1. They are going to be available the first half of 2020. Um, but it's probably not going to be on the inexpensive side. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, so I wanted to tell you about this new Atmosic uh, Bluetooth. It's, it's pretty cool because this... Bluetooth 5 chip um, is less dependent on battery life. It has technology that uh, harvests energy. So it, you could have devices that do not depend on batteries, but it still has Bluetooth uh, capabilities. And I think that's really cool. Hmm. Um, currently, we have like uh, NFC fob type uh, devices that don't need batteries. And I think if we have the Bluetooth that kind of does the same thing, it'd be way cooler. Like mm. when I walk around this, my apartments, I have this fob to get into the elevator and go into this, go into this other place. The and we have a bicycle lounge they can walk inside there I think yeah with the bluetooth one it'd be really cool I could just walk into the elevator and go wherever I want and not have to worry about using my fob to get in yeah it'd be like a, a independent bluetooth ID instead of having to carry around a phone or card or some kind of tile-esque thing yeah I think there's a lot of wearable technology that could be that could use the same thing because 
a lot of these wearable technologies are just using really basic um, technologies to gather data and I don't think you need batteries to be able to have these this data so let's we live in an age where you have to charge things multiple times a week and this will add a new uh, culture of not uh, um, charging your wearables as much I think yeah hopefully People more uh, devices are a bit uh, incorporating it yeah, wearing a smartwatch, people, I think people want to use the sleep tracking and stuff, but some people, a lot of people can't really use it because the battery doesn't last long enough to sleep in the night and charge in the day and it's really inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, because you're using it all day, when you get home, you need to charge it if you want to use it for your sleep tracking and you might as well just not use it yeah <laughs> and just charge it in the night and use it in the morning yeah so uh what'd you hear about the keynote uh keynote speaker today <laughs> I heard uh, that uh, Ivanka Trump wants us to have our diplomas on our smartphones somehow. Maybe he's maybe she's like making an app to like be able to put our diplomas on our phones somehow. I don't know why she said that. And uh, yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's interesting. It's part of it. I think it's interesting because she's trying to like. They, she wants it accessible to businesses, right? So, like, as like she pointed out, like, oh, people are starting to carry around like their health uh, records and other data. Like, why can't we have like a diploma and other important records on our smartphones? Also, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's pretty uh, risky. I guess not that risky to have on you at all times, but. I, I mean, think you can already do that. Really <laughs> I mean, you can already just take a picture of your diploma, put yeah, it in, like, a PDF and show it to them. <laughs> I don't really know, like, <laughs> if it's, yeah, like, a standard thing. when I was a thing. recent graduate, when I graduated, I didn't even show my diploma to my, my uh, um, employer. They didn't even yeah, see I feel like degree. it's a non-issue. Like you just put on your resume, and they're either telling the truth or not, and they'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I like how like one of the quotes is like, "There really is a blue collar boom." Like, yeah, all right. So we have a uh, uprise of more blue collar jobs like in technology and stuff like that but 
I don't know. I feel like it was very underwhelming. Herb. Kino, I didn't hear it, but just from reading it. <laughs> yeah. You hear occasionally of people lying about their credentials. I think making it more mainstream to check their credentials might be useful for employers. But I don't think it's that big of a deal. Did you have uh, another thing you want to talk about from CES? Yeah, I had a question for you. And you remember talking about the neon people yesterday? Mm hmm. If you had an artificial uh, human friend, what would you. Uh, do <laughs> with it <laughs> um, probably just ask different music questions and what he likes and different things about that <laughs> you want to talk to him about music <laughs> that's cool we have to have Thomas on here so we could talk about music. We haven't talked about music. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about music since in the back, in the prep area. That's one of the people there always has like some metal music on and he's really big in the like <laughs> original Big Four and like Metallica and Guns N' Roses, ACDC and there's old school metalheads yeah what I was thinking what I would do for uh, artificial human friend is I would want uh, a friend to go cycling with me so when I'm riding my bike home I have my augmented reality friend cycling with me help motivate me it's yeah. it's when you're running with somebody, you get a groove better and you, the energy that's shared amongst each other um, is, helps you have uh, more focus, you'll be able to run faster, and you feel better when you run with other people, you kind of feel out each other's speeds and kind of push each other. So, if I had some augmented cycling friends, <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah, that could be uh, interesting. I'm not used to running with other people, uh -huh. so I wouldn't benefit from that part of it. Yeah, I think that's everything we want to talk about CES. There's a couple of things that I want to talk about that I just interesting technology points that I have I... other things I want to talk about oh okay um, what else from CES I wanted to talk about Muse Muse is for some reason I like them because they're innovative with their uh, brain sensing technology that they have the first one, for some reason, I see them advertising this uh, meditation headset to me all the time. But the 
product I'm actually interested of theirs is their smart glasses. Um, it has these sensors on the glasses. I think their headsets and their headband things look really cheesy, but these smart glasses makes a lot more sense to wear and it could sense your stress level and understand and give you feedback on when you're stressed and how to deal with it and stuff yeah but their new product that they are detailing out in this current CES is um, I did not write down what it's called but it's like a headband that um, reads your brain and helps you sleep better and gives you some white noise, customized white noises to help you sleep better. Hmm. Do you have the troubles falling asleep? Um. No, not really. That's good. Well, there's a lot of people Just that do, and this would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I think we talked about this yesterday, there's a lot of people that have issues with sleeping. They stay up until they... Uh, just feel like sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But the I, don't I think the I can. I think I just couldn't sleep last night because I had a three-hour nap. So. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video about sleeping, and yeah, they really. This uh, person said that napping is might actually be bad for your sleep routine it might be obvious <laughs> now to you but they related a uh, life like a balloon um the when you fill it up you fill it up with tiredness and when you go out the day you fill up the spoon with tiredness and at the end of the day you go to sleep and let out all the tiredness air but <laughs> when if you take a nap in the middle of the day and you let out a little bit of you let out some of that air it messes with the routine of filling it up letting it go if you have like you fill it up like halfway then you can't really sleep very well when you fill it up halfway and let it go and fill it out halfway and can't really sleep very well in the night um, I don't know if I completely agree with that uh, philosophy. Well, this is just one of the, um, what's it called? Routines. They're things that signal to your body when to sleep. One is tiredness. Another one is nighttime when it's dark. You start to get sleepy when it's dark. And yeah. you get tired when you're up for a long time <laughs> yeah obviously yeah there's a lot of sleep uh, theories 
I don't know if we if I ever told you about that gene that they found that allowed this uh, Asian lady, who family was, um, basically they only needed like four hours of sleep instead of the re uh, recommended seven to eight, and that was just a gene that became like dominant in her family. Oh, a gene. I thought you said a dream that somebody had. <laughs> no, a gene. Yeah, those genes. Those DNA. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, another thing I wanted to talk about in CAS, yesterday I was talking about uh, having more hardware on your smartwatch that is uh, helpful. I think uh, smartwatch hardware has been kind of standardized and there's not that many new stuff and CES has been bringing up new things and new options and Aura Strap here has some more options that you could add to your Apple Watch. You buy these straps and it has hardware in the strap kind of similar to those block watches that we almost bought. You mean I spent uh, like enough money for two sets of them and they went bankrupt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some of the modules that they have uh, you could tell you your hydration and they could tell you your body composition and you could track your um, muscle mass and uh, f fat percentage. And you could also track your lung performance and see how you're improving your lungs. And this data is kind of unique and cool. Yeah. Wonder how uh, many people would want that uh, specific kind of data on their own. But I know there's like super like athletic people that like to condition and they run and they want to improve upon every little thing they do. So maybe that would appeal to them. Yeah, the lung performance is not as mainstream, but I think uh, hydration is common for people to think about, and body composition of to see what's going on with their body, so they could understand where their weight is coming from. Is it from muscle? Or is it from fat? I think that I think those two are good realistic uh, hardware to add to your smartwatch yeah it's funny how the straps are in, and phone a smartwatch that everyone has now instead of having to build a new uh, ecosystem for it yeah maybe block watches should have gone into this instead of making yeah. their own watches they should have just put it into Apple Watch man they lost that opportunity 
Oh, they just lost all their money. Yeah, that too. Well, yeah. what what other technologies do you want to talk about? I well, I just things, wanted to. We could just skip it. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about a couple things. Like, it was how uh, it was an article about how Microsoft is winning the cloud wars. At first, I didn't understand what they meant, but. They are the most popular cloud service for, like, um, enterprises and things like that. And this is not from a profit stand of view, uh, point of view, because Microsoft Azure only has, like, $4.33 billion in the last quarter, estimated. That wasn't an official amount. And then AWS, the Amazon Web Service... It reported nine billion dollars in the revenue last quarter. Uh-huh. So, the key thing that has Microsoft winning is they got a huge contract with the the government, basically, and it's called it's a organization with the Pentagon called Jedi. It's a acronym. Stands for Joint Enterprise, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Defense Infrastructure, and there's a contract. Then they were seeing if they get the highest bidders to which uh, service they'd want. And Trump was against Amazon for some reason, so they chose Microsoft. And yeah, huh. it's uh, worth up to ten billion dollars the contract. Nice. More than double what they did last year. <laughs> yeah, so I saw I was reading that at Grandma's house about like this huge like contract they're trying to win between the it was like a war between Microsoft, Google and Amazon. Hmm. I don't know if they all, if all of it was towards Microsoft or if parts of it or two other um, clients like Google, but I think a majority is for Microsoft. Oh, and there was another, a couple of things. Oh, I have another uh, battle that I wanted to talk to you about. What do you think about the? What's it called? With the air power battle, Zeg, Zeg beat beat uh, Apple, and they made air power. <laughs> the war is over before it began because Apple gave up and said they're not releasing the air power anymore. So Zag, I guess they just released it or revealed that they can have the. Um, cute, the Qi charging device that handles more than one device <laughs> depending on like, doesn't even have to worry about like what uh, uh, the location where you put the device location or amp per hours it needs <laughs> yeah I think it's kind of interesting that I don't know if it looks exactly like air power but 
I was kind of thinking, I wonder if they're trying to make it so they're trying to advertise themselves to Apple so they could be bought out by them. I That's what I was wondering if that's maybe a motive of theirs. Zach is a huge brand. They're known mainly for their glass screen protectors. They've gone into like cat cases and other mobile de- uh, technologies now though. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so Google uh had a little announcement today about Google Assistant a 500 million uh Google Assistant users are now around the world. They call it half a billion, but half a billion is only 500 million. <laughs> um, half a billion users the, is a lot. Um, I remember I saw Tim Cook was saying that uh, they have uh, a billion devices active, but... Uh, these uh, half a billion users is probably have um, a lot more devices than a billion, <laughs> and uh, Google's making a bunch of money off all these people. <laughs> I mean, they're probably advertising to a bunch of these people. So yeah, it's, they're not selling devices to them directly. They're not selling millions of devices, but. They have the Play Store and all that. Yeah. There's three new features they announced that are coming to uh, Google Assistant speakers. One is scheduled action, so basically you can set a time and it'll do an action for you. And then household notes is like sticky notes that you can be put on your... Um, smart displays and the last one speed dial so you can push a number or something and it will call that number you have saved I think these are all pretty nice little features to add on are these for the smart displays or are they for the phone also for the smart displays Google Assistant devices at home Yeah, those features aren't like groundbreaking, but they seem kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, they're like little common sense things you want around your house. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is um, Sonos. They came out with this new lower end speaker that's like around $150 <laughs> and they believe that Google and Amazon has stole the technology <laughs> I, it's pretty funny because Sonos is uh, suing Google but only Google because they can they believe they can only fight one court case at once because they don't have that much money so they uh-huh. can't sue uh <laughs> They can't go- sue Amazon yet. 
I thought you were laughing so, because Sonos was selling a Apple device. I sent you that article and you said, yeah, this is a weird headline. <laughs> no, so Apple is selling Sonos One SLs, they're like budget uh, speakers, but they're sans assistant, so they only integrate with Apple's um, AirPlay. No more Google Assistant or Alexa is built into it. And those, are, if you order them today on the Apple website, they'll ship out in two weeks. So that's Did cool. Apple buy them? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're just working with them because Sonos believes Google and Amazon stole their tech. So did they really uh, change when they found that out or when they decided yeah. to figure that out huh. yeah that's <laughs> so that's why they're suing google <laughs> huh. yeah it's pretty funny and do they have oh, yeah. the, did you said that they use the car play airplay Airplay? It's the like, uh, it's basically like Chromecast, but Google, uh, Apple solution. Oh, I thought it. Hmm. I thought you were talking about like Google Assistant and Alexa and Siri and stuff like that. Yeah, so you could have before with the old Sonos one. You could tell it, like, hey, play this music, right, through Google or Alexa. But now the only way yeah. you can play music is through AirPlay. Huh. Which is, you go to your Apple Music, click on it, and then you push AirPlay, and it'll play on your Sonos speaker. So you're not asking, you're not talking to Siri? Nope. So they have two voice assistants? Who? Does Apple have two voice assistants? No, AirPlay is like Google Cast. Yeah. So if you have your phone and you're watching a video or listening to music, you push this button and then it can uh, send it over to your speaker or your TV. That's why it's called AirPlay, because it's wireless. You don't have to plug in the cord. It's just over the air. Hmm. Well, what, uh, do you know, does it describe what technology that Amazon and Google stole? Um, like assistant technology or some kind of way to do voice-activated music, I think. Because Sonos claimed to have um, been uh, developing their own assistant, and then uh-huh. since Google and Amazon were working with Sonos with the technology, Sonos somehow believes that they stole it. So. Yeah, so much for this... Uh coalition of these companies trying to make a more universal device system so we could switch assistance on them 
Yeah. Speaking about streaming, TiVo announced a cool stick. It's a $50 stick from... It's like a little thing you plug into your HDMI slot on your TV. And yeah. it uses Sling TV, which is like over the air, uh, not over there, over the web, uh, local TV. And it has a customized Android TV interface, which is cool. I think it basically, instead of having to rely on like a subscription-based service, you have Sling TV and you have a nice interface, you can just, instead of going through channels, you can search by a topic or a show, and then it'll come up. And It's like a modernized um, local TV streaming service. It's crazy how many streaming services there are. <laughs> they have H- HBO, and was it CNBC, or... ESPN. So it's in. Play. You have. Time. Uh, stars. You have. Hulu. Netflix. Disney Plus. Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchy, Crunchyroll needs to put out a really cool um, device for their anime people. It has like a, some kind of cat ears on it, sword or something. Yeah, you could uh, sell little platforms where you like, you could get these little figurines that you put on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> each figurine like is like a dedicated uh, streaming service you have to, you want to get. Yeah, maybe they each they could have. Uh, the figurine as like uh, the, the device or something somehow. <laughs> yeah, it uses uh, uh, NFC to talk to it. Yeah. NFC into the the, the thing that it stands on. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Yep. Anything else you had to uh, talk about? Mm, nope. Yeah, so we had a pretty full day of new tech today. I was most excited about um, the new electric motorcycle. It sounds pretty cool. And uh, the Razor Tomahawk sounds like a good starting point for uh, peep gamers that want to build their own desktop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if any of these things are exciting for me that I don't want to buy. If I did have a, uh Apple Watch, I Definitely, I'd probably want to get the lung performance um, strap because I cycle to work and I'd like to see my lung performance and how I'm improving in my cardiovascular strength. If it's if I'm improving or if I'm just kind of plateaued. 
Yeah. I oh. probably wouldn't use any of this shop things because I don't care that much about <laughs> my hydration because I won't know if I'm dehydrated because I'd be feel thirsty, right? So drink water. <laughs> yeah. I need to keep a close eye on my hydration because I don't like cycling and stuff and running when I'm dehydrated. I kind of feel weird. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see if there's more uh, to talk about in the next few days of CES ends on Friday. So. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thanks for talking, and talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, talk to you later. <laughs>